Hey, everybody, and welcome to the American Citizens Podcast. My name is Gray, and I am here with John today. Hello, John. How are you doing? Hey, man. Doing great. Recording this uh, early Friday morning. So, you know, up and early to talk some city, man. That's right. And um, big game this weekend. City hosting Liverpool in uh, what I would say is the first real big test of the season. A a fixture that City have had their fair share of issues with over the last couple of years. I would have hit once upon a time taken heart of the fact that this is at home, but, you know, that doesn't seem to always matter anymore. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll get right into it. And some injury news, I suppose, and that, that we just sort of have to start with, whether we like it or not. And that is the fact that Fitz and company does not look like he's going to play due to a recurrence of a calf issue, I believe, that he picked up with the Belgium team because the international breaks are horrible and they ruin everything. So, look, we don't need to get into Vincent Company's long injury history on this program because everyone listening already knows it. So, they're talking like it's not serious despite the fact that I probably shouldn't. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, it's not serious. He'll be back soon enough. But that doesn't help for Saturday. So, how much does Vincent Company's likely absence change things from City's perspective for you? I mean, he's everything to the back line. And I will just echo what you said. The international breaks, just terrible, horrible. You hold your breath every time that they come around. And unfortunately for City, Vincent picked up this slight injury. And without him in the back line, the entire formation just changes. We've seen Stones and Otamendi attempt to play together when Pep tried the back four last season. I don't think we've seen Otamendi and Stones in a back three yet. Do you recall, has Pep ever tried to throw that one out? No, I don't think so, no. Yeah, I think the general consensus was with Stones and Otamendi last season, the results were not optimal. The issue is with Otamendi and Stones, you have two guys that like to take risks, that will chase players and can be caught out of position. With company, he's the stalwart, he's the captain, he knows where to be, he knows how to direct people, and without him on the field, especially when you're playing a team like Liverpool, it can be disastrous. I mean, let's not lie. It can with their attack. I figured this was going to be a really open game anyway. I think it just got more open, to be honest, because Liverpool or Liverpool, they don't really defend much. They and they are very vulnerable to giving up chances and conceding chances and all that noise. So it was going to be an open game even before this, and now it's going to be even more open. My guess is that this completely throws away any chances of three at the back happening from City's point of view because they don't, you know, I don't think they're going to throw Mandali um, in there in this situation as part of the three at the back. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that... Yeah, so, so my my guess is that they revert to some sort of back four based formation, but this is the way it's going to be. And they're in in big games, you know, city people are going to get at city, and it was going to happen either way. Now it's really going to happen. So 
it's a really bad time for it to happen, but, you know, so be it. I take a tiny bit of heart in the fact that I suppose it's going to come in a game where City will absolutely 100% have their chances to score. Because there's no doubt that they will. It's Liverpool. It's going to happen. That's how it works. So perhaps desperately trying to look for the silver lining in this instance, but I just feel like this is going to, at this point, come down to a game over Whereas uh, whoever can first first one to three, first one to four, because I, I I do see it being that open, honestly. Yeah, I agree with you. My concern is, I mean, last year Liverpool just jumped all over City, and they took City out of the game both times just with those early goals. And I think that's where you're going to see the difference is I agree with you. I mean, Liverpool are going to put one, two, I mean, maybe three by most teams in the Premier League just because they are so focused on the attack. I think it's the timing of those goals is that if City don't have company back there and all of a sudden, you know, City are down two zero after 25 minutes, that's what worries me. Do you kind of uh, agree with that? Yeah, I I mean, I, I always think that, I mean, in general, like, you get off to a bad start, it can take the team down a peg. Even just hang on. I remember how, how vital that was, you know, for every team playing Liverpool in the 13-14 uh, season when they um, almost won the title. It was just try to hold on in the first 20 minutes, stabilize the game, get get your, get on steady footing, and then you can really think about playing. And it's, it's the sort, same principle sort of applies here. The thing that I would consider is that, you know, we talked about last year's meetings, and they did salvage point in the home game last year, which was nice in a game that they kind of got outplayed in but didn't really as badly as they had in some others. The away game came in that really bad December period for City where they just did not, were not playing well whatsoever. So by the time that they played the home game last year, the second time that they played each other in the league, I didn't come away under the impression that City were just completely outplayed, which they were in the first game um, for various reasons. But I didn't come away thinking... Jeez, there's a, there's a huge gap here. I I just I think this is a game where he ultimately would have really liked to be able to play with three at the back just for the added security. But I don't think he's getting. As we said, he's not probably not going to be able to do that now. So the challenge from City's perspective becomes, I would say, damage control basically. How much can you limit the counterattack? And if you can limit the counterattack then you're in good shape. If they're going to be coming down with the counter every five minutes with a chance to peg you right back from whatever you've been doing to them, then yeah, they're going to have problems. So I think possession and smart play with the ball will be even more important for City than it usually is. I agree with that. And here's the other thing, though, Gray, is even without company, City do still have are newly signed backs at left and right back with Mindy and Walker. And, you know, unless something happens super weird today, both are going to play on Saturday. And to me, having those guys, you know, I, I think you're right. Like Pep was probably really wanting to try the back three against Liverpool. But without that, 
I still think that we're going to be able to see how the new left and right backs handle the counters. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we saw bits of that in preseason more than anything else. They, just, they haven't really played any teams so far this season that really had carried a huge threat on the counter attack. I mean, they've been able to limit them fairly well. So this this will be the first real test of meaningful game. We saw them do it at times in preseason, and they handled things quite well, more or less, um, in most games. So there's going to be a pretty heavy burden on Mendy and Walker on Saturday. And even heavier now that these companies out, because they are going to have to play with a good amount of positional awareness. They're going to have to balance risk with reward. They, I mean, all that's always true, but in an instance where at this point, you look to either your left or your right, and, you, and you know they're not going to say this, but and I don't even know if they'll be thinking it. But for 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 those of us watching, it's how much do we really trust the guy at center back to the left or to the right? And you know the answer is not as much as we'd like to. So there's going to be a lot of of mental gymnastics for the fullbacks to walk through on, on Saturday because they are going to have to be smart. Um, Coutinho's not playing, which will help alleviate one instance of stress. But they still have Firmino, they still have Salah, they still have Mane. So there's plenty to worry about from a city perspective in terms of what Liverpool are going to offer in, in attack. Definitely. And I do think that the fullbacks are going to end up being the most important players on Saturday because if they play well, then I think that the threat from the counter is more limited. City can focus more on attacking and probing, and this is not going to be a situation where they're going to have to deal with a park bus, so that's going to be very nice. But uh, it, it's all for naught if the foundation isn't solid. Yeah, and to me, I'm going to be closely watching the left-hand side, you know, because that's going to be where Mindy and Otamendi should be lining up. I mean, if Pep sticks to his usual formation, you know, we'll have Mindy, Otamendi, Stones and Walker along the back four. You agree with that? Yeah, that would be my guess. To me, if I'm Liverpool, I'm definitely trying to fill in that the left side of City's defense because Walker and Stones are probably going to be a little bit more I don't want to say conservative, but you figure, you know, they're likely not going to push ahead quite as much, take as many risks as the guys on the left are. So that's that's kind of the area that I'm going to be watching. What about the midfield? Like, let's talk a little bit, I guess, formation, Gray, if you want. Are you thinking, like, 4-1-4-1, or do you think 4-3-3? Um, I think that, you know, City, the, the, the thing to consider is that the, there aren't... City don't have the depth in midfield, I think, that they would ultimately like to have. So... There's the ever-present challenge of having to balance the attacking instincts of Silva and De Bruyne with what will be needed in terms of industry in the midfield. I think they'll play a midfield three. I honestly think that the formation will be pretty simple. I think that they'll play the midfield three with two wide players and a lone striker. I don't think that they'll play both Aguero and Jesus in this one. I think it's going to be one of those instances where one or the other has to sit. So... 
I don't know if they'll start Gundawan. My guess is no, that they're not going to think he's ready to start a game like this. They'll bring him off the bench first. So my guess is that Fernandinho will play in the pivot position at the, at the spine of the, of the midfield. And then we'll have the usual two creative midfielders ahead of him. So big job for him too, because that's, you know, that competing with the Liverpool midfield, shielding the defense that may or may not be a little bit reckless at times. But, you know, I just, I don't see who else plays that role because I, I don't buy that they're going to throw Gundogan in from the start this soon, and especially in a game like this. I, I think that maybe if they were playing a lesser team, then we might be able to talk about that. But I don't know that it's going to happen here. Yeah. Well, what about Yaya? I mean, obviously you're giving up pace, but I think you're adding the possession element. Because even though Dino can cover a lot more ground than Yaya, he just gives up the ball a little bit too easily. So do you think that Pep might consider the ability of Yaya to go back, collect the ball from the defense after they make a stop, and then get the ball back into Liverpool's side of the field? Do you think that may you know, cause Pep to maybe try Yaya out for this game? I think it's a consideration, but... Um... Has the guy even played in any of the league games so far? I don't. No, I don't think, think he's won a single minute. No. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, is it beyond Pep to just completely introduce a player like that out of the blue? Of course not. He will. He'll. He's. He'll be more than happy to do it if he thinks it's the right thing to do. But you know, logically, I would still be surprised. I think he'll consider it, but I would still be surprised again if he's included from the start. But, you know, I've been wrong every single time I've predicted one of these teams. So We all have been, man. We all have been. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, you're probably wise to just not listen to me. But I think it's it, it would not surprise me if it was a consideration. And if I see his name in the starting 11, I will not be floored. But I just... I, I feel like the intensity of the Liverpool approach, and it's on, on the flip side of this, because everything you're saying is correct, but on the flip side of that, the intensity of the Liverpool approach, you know, the, the, the lack of pace and the, uh, the, the aging legs of Yaya Torre might be found out in a uh, situation like that um, unless they bring him on as a sub late. So that would be my worry if they did that. But I would not be surprised if it was under consideration. Going forward, too, you've mentioned this a lot. I mean, Liverpool give up space at the back. That's just a product of their system. It's kind of is how much do you weigh the ability of Yaya to go forward and potentially, you know, finish off an attack as opposed to Dino, who just, that's not his strength. I don't know. I mean, that's that's why Pep's the manager and we just sit here and second guess him from our armchairs, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think the thinking goes into it that if you are playing, say, like a fourth and three, and you have the three forwards, which I would presume are some variation of Sané, Sterling, Jesus, something like that, just throwing that out there as an example, and then the two aforementioned midfielders, that's already five guys that are basically in the side for either their creative skills or their finishing skills. It, at that point, it starts to feel like a luxury if you add the uh, deeper midfielder with the same sort of intention. I think 
this is a game that demands balance, and I think part of that balance will be sort of sacrificing one of the bit midfielders as a creative force and focusing instead on making them something of a shield for the defense. So, you know, not not that it would be overkill, because the way City have sometimes struggled to either A, create chances, or B, especially finish chances, I don't think you can ever just sort of hand wave off adding another player who's capable of doing both. But in a game like this, you cannot be completely gung-ho. You need to have some pragmatism about your approach. So, it, again, it wouldn't surprise me if there was sort of the, the good old balance, sort of five players who should be thinking prevent goals first and the other five players who will be thinking create goals first. You know, it's it's a vague rule of thumb to follow, but I think it might be one that applies in this instance. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from. For City, it's it's like you said, it really comes down to more just being able to finish chances than creating. And I think that's where, you know, as good as, as Yaya is at the set kick, at set piece goals, and making those passes, he's not going to run box to box. You know, Yaya is not the Yaya of old where he can just dribble into the opponent's box and then make something happen and to be fair i don't think pep's requiring that of him anymore so in that sense i definitely see where you're coming from it's just city have got to finish their chances this game that's even more important i think in this game than anything else because the level of opponent is just so much higher than what city have been facing over these last couple of weeks yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing else to it. Everyone knows the problem. Everyone knows what the problem has been. Um, there's, you know, there's there's no hidden formula here. There's no secret. There's no. They just need to finish their chances, and they will get them. They're going to get the chances. There's no doubt about it. It's it's just a matter of finishing them. And it's loathe as we can be to oversimplify certain aspects of this game, I think that is one aspect where you just have to be pretty straightforward with it. There's nothing else to it. It kind of just is that elementary sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So it's the the chances are going to come City's way. If they finish them, I honestly think they'll win. If they don't, then they're going to end up with another result they're not happy with. And I think this is a pretty big game early on in the season because I think that Given that this is a team that's supposed to contend for a title, I think if they don't take three points here, then you start getting questions asked, fairly or not, about how sturdy your title credentials are this early in the season. So, you know, City have not had a great record against the top six in the last couple of years, and it's time for them to start proving that if you are going to win this league, you have to do better against teams like that. And this is where it starts, a home game, for one thing, against a team that is going to let you score on them. So you have to do it. I agree, man. You mentioned you thought there'd be one up top, one one lone striker. Right. Which one do you think? Well, I, I'll take that back. Who would you prefer to see for this game? I'm still going for Aguero until I'm until I I feel otherwise because I just you know I think that this is a game that calls on a steady hand. I don't think Gabriel Jesus been at his best since the season started. I don't think he's been in his best form. On the other hand, Aguero, I don't really think that either. But I, I've gone with someone who's done it before and I trust. Whether that's right or wrong, 
I don't know. I know he's missed his fair share of chances this season, but that's the route I'm going with for now. Well, I agree with you on that one. I mean, for Gabby Jesus, he's arguably a little bit better at maybe the all-around type striker that Pep, you know, probably envisions in terms of being able to make a little bit better passes, have just a little bit better vision. To be fair, though, I mean, Aguero put David Silva just, you know, he served that goal up on a plate two Saturdays ago. I mean, the pass that was kind of the the looping, put it to the far post, and then just, you know, David Silva put it over. So, I mean, it's not like Aguero is not capable of making those passes. I just think he doesn't quite make them maybe as as much as what Pep would want. But in, in a game like this, you've, you've got to just score the goals. And if there's one thing Kun Aguero can do, it's score them goals. So I think you go with him, too, and just put him up top and tell him, look, if you feel that you've got the green light, make the shot. You need a predator in a game like this, and I think that describes him well when he's on. So it's, for me, I think Gabriel Jesus will get there someday, but I don't think that day is here yet. So the way, the way it goes, I think that you, like this, you just need, you need someone with that, that precise cutting edge. And I think that fits Aguero more at this point. We'll see how it goes. Can you talk about predictions here before we wrap up? Yeah, well, uh, I was actually just going to say real quick, you know, kind of one of my kind of, well, we can put it into the predictions part here. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we see Bernardo Silva over David Silva this game. I'm just going to throw that out there. Given, yeah, I just have a feeling that because Bernardo offers a little bit more pace in that central role, because it's like you said, I mean, City are going to have to be chasing back Liverpool players. This isn't a game where, you know, our guys can kind of jog a little bit past midfield and then wait for the defense to stop the attack and then collect the ball and go right back at it. So I I think this might be a game that we see Bernardo kind of step into a starting role because he can just he can cover a little bit more ground than David Silva. And to my eyes, he seems a little bit more interested in going back and playing some defense. Am, am I completely like out on a limb here or what do you think about that one? I don't think you're necessarily on a limb. I don't know if you will, but it's, it wouldn't. That's another thing that wouldn't just completely floor me if you did. It would not do that. It's, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm inclined to think he'll still go with David Silva, but again, stranger things have happened here. I think he's certainly ready to start in terms of fitness, in terms of being bettered in enough. There's no doubt in my mind that I think he is. He could start if they wanted him to. Um, but you know, stranger things have happened is what I would say to that. So I think it's an interesting shout. He's younger too. I'm, I'm part of it is that he might have legs sort of, not that Silva's, you know, ancient or anything, but he, he might have the legs to better keep up with the, uh, the, the pressure that city will at times be under, even when they have the ball. Yeah. I don't expect, you know, too many other people to be out there, you know, calling for Bernardo Silva, but you know, it's just a thought that I had, and so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Perfectly reasonable thought I would say. So 
what do we think will happen here when all is said and done and the dust settles? Uh, this is one of those games where, you know, it, it really, you've almost got to put the fandom aside a little bit. I think that City will put three past Liverpool, but I think Liverpool will also put three past City. So I think it'll actually be a very exciting, but ultimately kind of a what-if game that's a 3-3 draw. Um, I will go with a 4-2 City win with Aguero scoring a brace. Um, I think someone finally gets it right here. <laughs> Just sort of, because there's opportunities to have around along the city front line if someone sort of grabs a game by the scruff of their neck and just scores some gold, basically. I think that opening is there, and I think Aguero will rise to the occasion on Saturday because, you know, for, for all the nonsense, for all the occasional nonsense and the injuries and sometimes, you know, the accusations of fading in and out and not always being at his best or getting hurt, he does tend to show up in the big games. He has made a living out of it. So I think... I think he starts, I think he scores twice, and I think that City end up outscoring Liverpool in a game that will not make a sense of purists particularly happy, but will probably entertain everyone else. Hey, I certainly hope that your prediction comes, you know, to I'm for... always the optimist on this podcast. It's just the rule I play. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, and actually, this is the first time that you and I have actually done the podcast together, I think. It is. Yes, it is. All right. And, um, well, we'll see if uh, we have to see if, there, if if we do better if if we exactly. win this game because we have been so bad about it's top six the last couple of years. So that if we win this game, then um, clearly it's it's all because of us. I mean, totally. Like I am prepared to take full credit if City pull off the win on Saturday. <laughs> I, I like the choice of word. I'm prepared. If it happens, if I must, I will take full credit for this. Exactly. Yes. I, I'm with you all the way. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at America Citizens, no N because of character limits. You can search for us on iTunes, just search American Citizens. You can subscribe to us there, get all the content downloaded and delivered immediately. We are sponsored as ever by Blog Talk Radio. And John, do you have anything to add before we sign off here? Um, just if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at JD Siegley, S-E-I-G-L-I-E. But, you know, catch us and also Josh on the America Citizens podcast and on the Twitter handle. So really, aside from that, nope, let's just hope that City can pull it off on Saturday. In that case, we do hope that. We will talk to you after the game, no doubt. And until then, have a great weekend, everybody, and enjoy the games.